www.thepeacefulmind.org. All right, how's it? How's it? How's this happening? How's this feeling? Can we, anybody hear themselves? Am I in robot voice? I don't hear robot voice right now. I think the robot voice might have been might have been fixed. I can't even hear. Oh no! Let me see. Anything? Anything? Shamalama ding dong. Shamalama lama lang. M night Shamalama. Um, I don't know what. Oh, now I can hear myself, but I do think I am robot. You got a little robot going on? Robot. Can you hear anything, Matt? Um, yeah, I can hear things. I can only hear my voice. Can you hear my voice? I can't hear your voice, no. Oh, your thing's not up. Okay, how about now? Hello? Yeah. Oh, now yeah, now I can hear my voice. Yeah. Okay, you need cool. Mics. Yeah, yeah. I think they're trying. We've had some uh, funkiness on this mic for a few weeks. And we're, listen, we're, what did they say in here? We're independent listener supported radio, my friend. Love yeah. that. Yeah. Hell yeah. It was fun to play with the uh, crazy robot voice mic last week. Let's keep that going. Two weeks Let's ago. keep that yeah. tradition going. I am sweaty. All right, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it's that time of year where, like, it's hard. You know, you need a jacket for the outside, but then it's like inside it's too warm. And then, you know, it's hard to get the layers right. What's it? Is yeah. the season for mommy? What song is that? It's the season for love. It sounds like something. It's the season of love. I don't know. All right, guys, if we're going to regionals, we got to get on the same page. What season is it? Is it the season of loving or is it the season of having good times? You know, it's the season for love. We don't need to be strict about getting the words right all the time, Myron. We can just have the vibe. We can just have the vibe and the feel, man. That's all we really need. Once we have the vibe and the feel, everybody, this Glee Club competition is ours for the taking. It's not just Glee Club competition. It's a Glee Club spelling bee. The words matter. <laughs> We're going to be singing out the the words. like the, You know, when we say, like, can it be used in a sentence? We have to sing it out. We have to sing it out. That's like, that's. We got the words matter, man. I a hundred percent agree. That's why I think we should just like, you know, hit the ball running. And I suggest like our opener is onomatopoeia. Oh, and oh, and this is the tricky part. I don't know this part of the oh, song. Oh, come on. This is, we come can on. get by on charm. <sighs> we can get by on charm and looks and just flair and kindness because you know what? Who's going to score against us when they know we, we mean to spell it well? Mm. We, we, we care too just because we can't. They're not going to score against us for that. Look, looks and charm and confidence could only get us through our division quarterfinal because your mom and your aunt were the judges, all right? And they think everything you do is precious. But, I mean, it is precious. It is. Maybe they just have eyes that see the truth. Maybe mm. that's why we won county finals, and that's how we'll win state, because our relatives are actually a litmus test for the hearts of the masses. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, you know what? Let's, ju let's just try it again, all right? Two, look at the three, Terrence's. Four. Look at the look in Terrence's eyes. Okay. Pure kindness, hope, and mm. goodwill, good intentions. It's the seasons of love. See, I, I'm all, I'm all enthusiasm, brightness, and intrepidness. Myron, you're just giving anxiety. You're yeah, giving I'm, a lot of. Anxiety. I, I am seething with it. It's just, uh, 
We're not in the same key. We can find the key, though, right? Uh, we can spell key. <laughs> Hell yeah. K-E-E. K-E-E? Key? What is key? You guys, I'm not an English major in this, in this performing arts high school. I'm a major of performance, okay? And we're going to give a major performance. Spell, I mean, think about the word spell. We're going to cast one. Mm. Okay. We're going to cast the spell. Guys, I'm the best speller on the team, but I'm also our only beatboxer. What are we going to do? Are we going to spell or are we going to be rhythmless? You got to choose between uh. rhythm and spelling. <laughs> Okay, <sighs> we can cast the spell, mm -hmm. but you're the best speller. We have no rhythm. Terrence, what's, have you been working on your rhythm? What's your rhythm like these days? Give my rhythm? I'll show you my rhythm. All right. That's all I got so He just far. killed the class uh, pet. You yeah. just stepped on the class hamster. Yeah. Uh, why was it on the floor? <laughs> Vibes, man. It's the season vibes. of love. It's just yeah. vibes. It's All just right. vibes. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Welcome to No Suggestion, everybody. Yeah. This is an improv comedy talk show. I'm Ralph Jean Pierre. Co-host Jake Joseph is hello, here. Hello. And ladies and gentlemen, we got we got one of my one of my good friends, a man I, I love and, and enjoy and cherish very much. We got Matt Hammond in here. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> How many how many it's been like i know i haven't seen you since the pandemic yeah so it's been like three years holy shit was this thing recording or not recording now it's recording yeah <laughs> <laughs> no 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 this is a this is a safety recording the actual thing is recording gotcha gotcha usually um yeah it's been like three years since i've seen you uh yeah. all right tell me just what what uh are you doing right now what's going on for you right now right now i'm getting ready to uh perform in bragging rights tomorrow oh well, wait is this live this yes. is live oh hell probably yeah. no one is listening yeah. <laughs> but it will also uh be posted as a podcast next week after your show has already happened Ooh, yeah. nice, nice but one, bragging one week right. could we like have a call in to see if anyone actually is listening I think every couple of weeks that idea comes up and I I need to make it happen somewhere. <laughs> um but tell us about Bragging Rights and is this what is the what is it? Tell just tell us about it. It's like this dope ass like uh sketch show um that um Matt, I'm blanking on his last name, mm -hmm. but it's definitely begins his first name's definitely Matt. Shout out Matt. <laughs> yeah, no Matt. last name. Matt. Uh yeah, he's like a great producer and performer. And every so often, about like once or twice a month or so, they have like a bragging rights show. And that he uh, gets random people that like he knows and that he trusts. He splits them up into two teams, a blue team and a red team. And you have about like two to three-ish weeks to like make a mini sketch show with like these this new team that like mm -hmm. you're in. You yeah. know? Wow. And yeah, yeah. And then on the day of the show, um, we do like a coin toss, I think. And so like either blue team or red team will start off. They'll do a sketch. And if red team starts off with one sketch, blue mm -hmm. team goes after them with another sketch. And you go back and forth for like uh, three rounds. Okay. And then at the end, a uh, panel of judges and also the audience gets to vote on 
which team won, and whoever wins gets the bragging rights. Nice, nice. Oh, nice. Um, nice. So this is so even though we won't be in time to actually promote <laughs> this show as a podcast, we can still promote this great show that Matt, who has no last name, yeah, uh, is doing at the pit. Um, it's it is gonna be at the pit. Fantastic uh, this that. month. This month, um, aka the past, probably <laughs> when you guys listen to yeah, this. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But he also like has a show in, like various venues uh, throughout the city. Like this is be my second time doing this show, and the last time we did it, it was like this in this really cool like off Broadway theater that's like new and has like all new like facilities. So that was like an awesome experience, like being able to perform like a fully like renovated theater you know yeah, yeah oh so exactly. matt's show moves around he like hell yeah around okay yeah yeah okay um mm-hmm. yeah we don't we don't know his last name we're not what's what's uh, matt okay it's hard to say it looks a little bit like the word algorithm but it's italian it's uh, it seems algazini a-l-g-o-z-z-i-n-i he's an incredible producer of the show bragging rights is also a writer and a comedian you can see him live every month in new york shout out matt algazini nice. i hope i'm saying his name right if i'm not come on the show and we'll arm wrestle <laughs> um yeah um beautiful yeah so you, you're doing that you got that coming up mm-hmm. what else is is going on in your world and this is really just a catch-up for me because mm. matt and i have known each other a decade probably almost a decade holy shit yeah and i Hold haven't on. seen um, you in just, a while uh, just before you guys catch up uh ralph there there's a line of people out the door that have uh you've challenged to arm wrestling matches over the radio and uh i just want to catch up with my friend here, uh though. no they're they're out for blood uh and uh, yeah! so, uh, uh, you you've been out here you've been talking a lot of smack you've been challenging a lot of people and uh it's time to pay the you I know? can't believe anyone would take me seriously. Oh, you can, they're they're obvious. at the door. You can you can hear them slamming on the door right now. When I call, Woo! listen, everybody knows if you it's it's outdated. If I call you a pansy, a wussy, a flower pot, a a, a, a what a, a, a sissy peepee, you know what? And, and if I call you a little, if I call you a, a jelly tickler, if I call you a posy foot, these are just games. Right. I don't mean they this heard thing. jelly tickler out there, and now people are throwing shoes. Okay, this is like that guy that threw a shoe at Bush, and like, oh duck. I gotta. I'm trying to. I'm trying to catch up with my friend. Okay, I'm trying to catch up with a friend of mine. If I call you a sweet anchovy, if I call you a what? If I call you a, a sweet anchovy, those I- are supposed to be salty and umami. What are you yeah. saying to these? This is why we have a line of people out the door ready to wrestle. If I call you a plucker of a viola, what is that? Come on, these are obviously jokes. These are obvious jokes. Everyone's taking things way too seriously, okay? This it, this is a community center, and I've just seen a good friend of mine. I want to catch up with him. I don't possibly Your have insults time to are, arm wrestle all of these little mush babies. Look, okay? your insults have uh, have really angered the this community center's Shakespeare production uh, when you're calling people muckbreakers and uh, ditch swellers and fence uh benders yeah. these are you know these are shakespearean insults and they're they're not standing for it i also call them kiss, yeah brother kissy lips and and feather paws but these are jokes listen sir 
you and your you and your cadre of linebackers. Yeah, we linebackers, but doesn't mean that we're stupid. We know when we're getting insulted. I don't think I don't think you're stupid. Okay, I just think you're the rinds of marshmallows. You're marshmallow rinds. Okay, that's the all. Marshmallow rinds. You're a rind of are you, marshmallow. Are you, are you saying that we're not organic? You, are you trying to? Are you trying? You see, you seeing that we're fake? Where's you, the marshmallows? You're a bunch of cotton candy boys. Whoa, cotton candy is my favorite food. Now I'm insulted. Okay, let's wrestle. I can't. Yeah. All right, grab hold of each of my limbs. Yeah. You. You. Uh, I'll win. I'll win. And Ralph has been torn apart like in Braveheart. <laughs> Play bingo with my body parts. Oh my okay, scene. All right. Uh, <laughs> um, yes. Uh, yeah. I. I. I want to know. Where, where, okay. What? What are you? You're in Brooklyn now. I'm in Brooklyn right now. Okay. Yeah. How long have you been in Brooklyn? Oh, dude, I like go back and forth. Um, between like Brooklyn and Long Island. Uh, I've been in this current spot in Brooklyn. For let me see, year and uh six ish months, six ish months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Eighteen months. Nice. I can do math. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. I, I don't know how much, and this is a good opportunity to do it for the show too. I don't know how much you know about my my life. What's happening with me? Mm-hmm. Uh, I I do this podcast. I've been doing it about a year, um, and I'm very much ah! you okay. <laughs> no, um, I very much enjoy it. I have uh, a lot of improvisers on. I don't. I think you're the first hand me down. What to be on the show? Yeah, that's fu- you know. I you know what's funny? I actually um, ran into Scott like about a year ago at like my old job, like at, like an old like uh, catering gig. Wow, that's about how long it's been since I've I've I haven't seen him in about. 18 months i think that's how long it's been since he moved scott benjamin who was on our our indie team years ago what is happening with this guy um yeah i haven't seen any no no that's not true a year ago i went to the netherlands and i saw anik oh my how is she she's doing great she's got two babies oh my god and she last i knew so we're now talking about our indie improv theme, which I was on for five years between the years of 2013 and 2018. Yeah, 17, 18. Yeah. Um, and uh, it might have been before. No, I think it was 13. It might have been four and a half years. Um, uh, she's got babies and she's doing like public television, educational public television, mm-hmm. doing like sort of improv science stuff oh, on television. Shit. Oh, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. Matt and I were part of. I want to hear what your recollection of this is. We're because for me this is a big deal. This is like a big, very central part of my improv career. Because I never have before the pandemic and the before times mm-hmm. in New York. The center of being a New York improviser was being on a house team mm-hmm. at either the Pit, the UCB, or the Magnet, or the Armory was gearing up around that time. That was about it. And I never made a house team anywhere. I only really tried at the pit. I only tried at the pit. But I never made a house team anywhere. But for me, my saving grace was I helped build this indie team 
that was comprised of all these very strange, disparate people (laughs) who were very devoted to this team. Uh, We were called the hand-me-downs. Um, and we played together for a long, uh, yeah, like almost five years. Um, what is your recollection of that, of that time? Cause that's when we met and I feel like you were like just coming out of college then just a few years out of college. Yeah, probably just, yeah, just like a couple of years out of college then. And it was, oh man, I missed the hunger. I feel like. Like back then, I was just like way like hungrier, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of just like um, performing opportunities and goals and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, people, everyone says like when you like, hit like thirty, like you become like more comfortable with yourself, and that's true. But mm-hmm. that can also be kind of like a clutch too, you know. It's like it's, like at like right now, I'm thirty four, mm-hmm. and it's snuck up on me like wow like no one's business i'm like what the f- how am i 30 i do not feel 34 wow yeah <laughs> but i am 34 i even just doubled the the, the math again just now like yep 34 wow but like also like when you're in your 30s you don't really talk about your age that much either you know it's a weird no man's land. are you in your 30s yeah i'm 32 32 Word. it's yeah. a weird no man's land because i'm about to cross out of it Oh shit! I'll be thirty nine in a month. Mm. Oh, I'll be. Th- <laughs> How are you feeling about that? <laughs> uh, I am feeling. I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave this because I want to talk about the thirties and being thirty. Yeah. It's it's a weird it's a weird no man's land of like your twenties are spicy and exciting, mm-hmm. and your thirties have some of that, but you watch it fade away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah, watch yeah. that excitement fade away, and now you're just another adult, mm. and you're sort of just doing this long march toward your forties. And I think, yeah, so it, it's interesting being thirty four is a very fascinating age. Thirty four. I think I was 34 at the end of 34 from, or I don't know, somewhere around 34 was pandemic was yeah. when the pandemic started for me. Yeah. yeah. 34, 35. Yeah. About 34. Um, And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a very interesting age. I want to talk about 40, but I want to hear what kind of ruminations or revelations or experience what what is 34 feeling like for you right now you can also chime in as 32 year old jake i'm interested in this um i always loved um like that's my birthday i mean it's not that crazy because it's 11 o'clock my birthday's on 11 but i always look at at, right at 19 i always look Mm -hmm. on the show okay go ahead yeah it's funny like I always loved, but I think just in general, like a lot of um, popular, like dramatic and like comedic characters, like middle age, you know, mm-hmm. and you're always like, oh, wow, I can't imagine being middle age. I can't imagine <laughs> being middle age. Like, I remember when I was little and like, uh, like in sixth grade, I got like really into comic books. And I was mm-hmm. like, and, you know, I was really into um, like all the teenage comic characters that they had back then like robin and like yeah. superboy and all that nice. and i was like wow i can't imagine being 16 years old 16 years can you imagine that maybe one day i'll be able to play robin and now i'm like i'm 
Well, like, too old to be Batman, bro. Wow. Like, what the fuck, <laughs> yo? <laughs> I may be Alfred. If I, so, if I get my I shit feel together. Like, I feel like Batman's in his mid-30s. There's a spree of crime out there in the streets. Somebody be, somebody hit the signal. We need the Batman. He um he sprained his ankle. Uh <clears throat> I'll be, I'll be, I'll be there. Give me, give me, give me a moment, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We um, need the bat. Is this the Batman? Yeah. Like, look, lieutenant. I'm, I'm Robin. Um, I've been. Oh, I yeah. thought you were one of my lieutenants. You're Robin. Yeah, yeah. You look great. Oh, thank you. I, I'm young and youthful. Fit. Uh, I've been. I actually had to lug him up the stairs. We couldn't use the grappling hook because of his ankle. Yeah, and also like I, I I've just. Had I've been in like a weird like pizza face. Like I just like hyperfixate on pizza. So unfortunately, like if I use a grappling hook, it doesn't like launch me up as quickly as it used to, you know. And it's something I that like, I have to like adjust to, which is a weird thing to. to we were say, on a we know? were on a stealth mission, and uh, his toots from his lactose intolerance, being older now, yeah, uh, kind of gave us away. And uh, the bad guy got away. Um. Yeah, you know, age is a cruel mistress. Mm-hmm. I mean, you 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 got you got hot pants on. You're you're looking fit. This you got one of your feet is in a cast. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. You say you're in a pizza phase, which I think is just a euphemism for you're gaining weight. You're putting on a lot of weight. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm a, I'm adjusting. It's it's a new me, you know. Um, there's many um different phases. Uh, and that I can heroes see go through your belly button. Your Batman shirt isn't covering your belly. I can see your belly button. Yeah, that's that's the new Batman, you know. Um, and it's just he's pulling a Peter Parker from Into the Universe or Spider Verse, whatever it is. Okay, um, yeah, 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 Peter Parker, Peter Parker. People always compare me to other superheroes, you know. And I didn't get bit by radioactive spider. Okay, I'm just a man. Exactly, I'm- you are just a man. Hang up. The gate, Bruce. Fuck oh shit! Off the <laughs> I just gave away your identity. I, <laughs> uh, I mean, it doesn't even matter right now. Does it even matter? Is any? I don't think any. I don't think anyone sees you as a threat. That's a nice standing backflip you just did. Oh, uh, thank you, thank you. Yeah. I, I also don't know why you're carrying a suitcase, and there's just there seems to be a lot of like bat things hanging out of it. I, I will have like some trinkets that I like to just like collect from my different escapades, you know. Yeah, and we can't carry it in the belt anymore because it's aggravating his sciatica. Yeah, and I also I have uh, seasonal uh, d- depression, and so I like to keep my little trinkets with me whenever I get a little bit sad, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's got a he's got a light that he has to shine into his eyes to help him like stay stay connected to the circadian rhythms. This is this is one of the biggest crime sprees that Gotham has ever seen. As the captain of police, I'm I'm supposed to enlist. Your help, but I don't think you'll be much help at all. I don't see what you could possibly do. I still have it. I can still intimidate people. By it, do you mean type 2 diabetes? Wow. That was a really, really uncalled for. Yeah, yeah. Give me a high five, Robin. All right. Okay. Uh, That's pretty good. All right. I'll take it. I have type yeah, 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 1 yeah. diabetes. <laughs> it runs in my family. Sorry. Okay? Sorry about that. It's but like, just it's, a way, I mean, a, a way of life. A way of life. I was just way of life counting out. on you to stop this crime spree. And now I feel like we have to help you back down the stairs. Hey, Inspector Gordon, you. Help. 
Inspector Gordon, you you have to know what it's like to grow older. You're older than all of us. You might be as old as our ages combined. I didn't realize, you know, when you're between 50 and going into 75, everything's kind of like compressed and this this changes are like incremental. But I just covered 25 years more than I've been alive. Yeah, but it's pretty much the same. Everything kind of plateaus. But this is drastic. I mean, you are a full Steve Martin. Your hair is white. Yeah. And and you're wearing a beanie. it, 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 It did it. But, but, you know, um, my therapist says, look on the bright side. Yes, my hair is white, but it's, it's long, you know? Like, I still am able to grow a, a beard. I'm st- like, that's, that's the positive side, you know? Um, my weight is different than it was before, and that doesn't mean I'm less than. That just means I'm more of me. I'm more bad. And, uh, I'm, I'm st- I still have it. I'm still the darkness. I feel like you're just trying to. The voice isn't just a catch-all for all of the Batman skills. If you, just because you can still do the voice, it doesn't mean you can do all the other. You know Batman what? I stuff. have an idea. I have. You know how we are about terrorizing the villains yeah. and using fear against them. We'll we'll show them what age does to them. Yes. Those villains are old. I mean, are young, and we'll tell them about being old, and they'll they'll fear it, and we can. All right. Well, let's go on IG live. Joker Jr. will never stand a chance. See. (laughs) Wow. That premise was beautiful and also made me very sad. (laughs) Um, Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Uh, You were asking about crossing into 40s. I feel. um, I feel good. I feel as though. I mean, I always have this feeling. I carry this thing in my life, which I'm like. I'm always hopeful that the next phase of my life, the next years of my life will be the best years of my life. Mm-hmm. I don't feel somehow, and maybe it's the generation that we're in, because look, uh, you know, Larry David was my age when he started Seinfeld. Mm. I think so. I think he was, I think Jerry was 35 and I think Larry was 40. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so I, these are the things I hold on to tight. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I feel like, I've had a lot of changes in my life over the last year and a half, and some of them have been tough, but they've kind of like propelled me forward in a way. And um, and so I'm walking into 40 feeling like, oh, yeah, this could be the most like abundant and like bountiful part of my life and exciting part of my life doesn't mean it has to be i still have to do my part but like i don't know i'm not feeling i don't even feel like 50 is that is that crazy i feel like Mm. there's so many you know i feel like there's so many people that we both look up to who are still so vibrant into their into their 50s yeah i mean steve martin's like 80 or or just about 80 and he's in like uh the hottest show yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. And he's killing it. He's Isn't the Bachelor it. like 72 or something like that? The Bachelor? Yeah. yeah. They have like the Golden Bachelor. Yeah, thing, yeah. It's right? like a guy that's like older whose like wife died and now he's like looking for love again. And he's like, he's like 72, but he looks like 45. This it's, is a show? Yeah, this mm-hmm. is like the Bachelor show, but like the guy is just 70. Holy moly. Yeah, we're in a new age where our, it almost seems like our 20s are prolonged and mm-hmm. stretched out. 
And then, yeah, people get age slower and differently. You know what I mean? Like, well, it's like technology. It's sunscreen. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. like I Kale. think it's like yeah. I think we all know. I think we know more about you know like looking youthful and it care, like everybody cares about that. So yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I think about. Uh, I feel like you relate to this. I feel like every time I look at Pharrell, I'm like, mm. he could have another run. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. He could. He might have two in him. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. The, I feel like there's. So I don't know. I, I there there it is like wild to me because like there's no denying I'm an adult now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> there's no can't even do the young adult anymore. Nope, no just adults. I'm like, so, it's a weird thing because you're sort of you still have a lot you can accomplish, but you're also sort of an OG. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, um, um, you know, this show is named for. Centralia, because they never take a suggestion, oh, no suggestion, yes. right? They're my, you know, they're my favorite team in the world. Yeah, and and when I see those guys now, it's not as much of like a, you know, they never accepted me as their as their as their mentee, but it's not so much <laughs> a, a, a mentee so mentor funny. thing. We're like more peers now when I see mm. them. It's weird, but yeah, that is that is kind of the cool thing of like you're being 40 is also like being like a young og like i'm not like a young whippersnapper anymore i have like some power and authority which is strange yeah but it's but it's also a gift though too you know yeah um like one of the things i liked the most about like one of my old jobs is like i uh was like a like a caring captain not that glamorous but what i did like was just being able to give like good suggestions and like watching people like take the suggestions and like grow and like um just like really become more confident in like what they're able to do even if even like something as uh sometimes silly as catering like anything that you do you should do it with your full passion your full heart and that will like influence like other aspects of your life you know like taking it back to steve martin like i loved um his memoir about memoir about mm-hmm. stand-up and he yep. talks about like how he took like a philosophy class and all these different random subjects which you wouldn't necessarily think would help someone become a stand-up but like for him he was able to like utilize that and he ended up becoming like one of the few like pioneers in stand-up comedy you know mm-hmm. like a lot of alternative comedy, I think you can like trace it back Directly to Steve back Martin, to Steve Martin. And, and Andy Kaufman, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, I have my students read that. I'm having my students read that book right now in a class that I'm teaching. What and, is like, the book? Uh, it's called Born Standing Up. Gotcha. And it was released, I think, in 2007, I believe. And it's Steve Martin's, you know, Steve Martin was the first legit rock star stand-up comedian mm-hmm. in, in, in America and, and, and sort of created alt comedy by himself and um uh and uh yeah and it's wild how he had this entire career as a stand-up this entire career as a filmmaker and film star Mm -hmm. this entire career as a playwright and you know makes musicals and all this and then writes this memoir and then completely restarts like he had sort of the moment that rick rubin is having right now steve martin was having in 2007 because that book mm-hmm. you know i think jerry seinfeld even said it's he said it's the best book he ever read about being a stand-up mm. you know so 
and you know when he, he you said he's almost 89 he's probably like 60 when he put that book out mm-hmm. and just like restarted everything the same with rick rubin i mean rick mm-hmm. rubin is like probably almost 70 years old oh wow and like at least hovering around 60 and just like has like restarted his career again just by putting that book out you know which i'm sure was a lot of work but yeah it's 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 so it's so crazy as someone who used to be very obsessed with james dean and marlon brando and charlie chaplin and tupac and <laughs> you know the, of course the, you know the, the, yeah. the, the greatest method actors of all time yeah. 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 james dean marlon brando tupac yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but like these young geniuses you mm. know who got to who just got to and i was like that's what i gotta be i gotta be a young genius and make it happen you know, that's what I am. I'm just a young genius, man. You guys watch out. Back up. Get out of the way of a young genius. Damn, I'm moody. <laughs> Damn, I'm feeling I just y'all back up in this high school hallway. I'm just a young genius. Look. Passing through. Look. You are in the middle of a basketball game. <laughs> oh, hold on. Let me put on my collar. It's a little chilly in this basketball gymnasium Ooh. look we are we are trying to do some free throws right now and you are just moonwalking your way through you guys just go on ahead and have, do your free throws i'm just gonna brood a little bit over the pain of life your sad and depressing dancing is just a wet blanket on this spirit event and i don't you talk to him fred you uh, talk to him oh you capitalist upset honestly i'm kind of digging the vibe that you put putting out right now like i never really thought about just being able to use my angst and trauma to help me be better at basketball yeah basketball player number please don't don't put on that black beret and put out that cigarette why did why did all of the why did why is the whole team turning into beatniks what is going on? Let's read a little bit of poetry to set this game off, create a mood. Mm. You know? I got We've a book run of out Allen the clock. Ginsburg. We've run out the clock. Okay. Listen, the game's over, but the game's also just beginning. Ooh. That's a quote from Sylvia Plath. Ooh. Uh, tell, you know, I, I'm sorry. I'm feeling a little shy. I might withdraw a little bit. I hope you don't feel abandoned and left alone. Oh, I always feel abandoned and left alone. Oh, so man. it's almost like the team, the other team is just scoring points. Just- yeah, but it's also kind of like, in a way, isn't that life in general? Yeah. Isn't there always another team scoring points? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to the other team's coach and just say that we forfeit. Uh, but- this is. This is pointless. They want you to check the ball, but have they checked the PSI? On their soul? Mm. I mean, oh, good. I don't even know how to understand that. Look, we, we forfeited the match. Um, this, I don't, That was our homecoming game. I just, uh, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm going to go sit in the corner by myself and th- think about how I got to this place at, at 39. Join us. I mean, didn't we always forfeit the game? Like, the moment we put on our sneakers? I I feel like the doctor slapped me and I was like, oh, game's over. Mm, we're born just to die. 
I just thought of that right now. Oh I am God. I'm a I'm a young genius too. God damn. Let's go to a tattoo parlor and both tattoo mariposa on us, which is the Spanish word for butterfly. Mm, I knew that. Uh luckily I have this t-shirt that always has my sh- shoulder exposed. So that'd be a good place to put my tattoo. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna I'm gonna hug my kids. But can you ever go home? <laughs> Coach. Oh, oh geez. How can you ever go home if you never left home? All right, hand me that cigarette. <laughs> They've turned the lights off in this gymnasium, boys. But I've got candles. Let's uh <laughs> let's each go through and say our favorite kid cutty quote. I, that was that music came out before I was born. I mean <laughs> I mean, I was too old to be listening to them. I don't even know. Were you born? Where, where am I? I? Who knows what age I am? Who knows what time I've been in? Who knows where anything if is Time starts. is a construct. I love that Cuddy song. That's yo. my That's favorite Kid Cuddy song. Port five. See? I love that. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, you, oh, you've always been like a big music Head, where are mm-hmm. where are you musically right now? What do you listen? Put put me on, dude. What I'm like four year olds are on too right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm really into um like uh this artist like Wise Blood. I've heard that name before. Yeah, yeah, she's great. She's like a singer songwriter from California. Um, millennial, uh, exist existentialist, but also like can write pop songs and also can like really sing. Mm-hmm. Like her voice is fucking amazing. It's beautiful. What's her name again? Uh Wise Blood. Wise Blood. Okay, cool. I love indie artists, but like mm-hmm. their names are always just like so like what? Like <laughs> especially because like Wise Blood. Yeah, yeah. How would you spell it? W I S E B L O. Totally wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the spelling bee again? <laughs> it never the indie, the indie musician spelling bee. Yeah. yeah. How is it spelled? Is there a letter one and or number one? Uh, no, no, no numbers. But it's spelled W E Y E S. Then blood, like blood. Um, but like it's based off of um this book. I think the book is called like Wise Blood, and it's about um this like traveling preacher who actually doesn't believe in god and so that's also like a huge like part of like her music and like her mission statement is to like speak to the times that we're in um but not necessarily coming from like a christian point of view or like an atheist point of view just from like a soul point of view like being a fraud imposter syndrome or oh i mean not even that like i definitely not would it say like I mean like the book might the book might be about an imposter, but like I think it comes from a genuine place of that. I mean, even if you don't have a god that you pray to, you can still be spiritual. You can still have things to teach people. You know, you can still, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Like one of her most like beautiful songs. She just released the video for it today. It's called like, um, "God Turned Me Into a Flower." Mm, mm, um and it's mm. about like the myth of uh I always mispronounce the name but narcissus yeah yeah narcissus 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 yeah yeah narcissus okay the next word you have for the spelling bee is narcissus 
What? Say that again? Narcissus. Could you say it three times fast? Narcissus, Narcissus, Narcissus. All right. I thought he, I thought he got him. I thought I had him. <laughs> uh, all right. Narcissus, Narcissus. No, no, that kind of actually reminds me of um, yesterday. I went to Starbucks, right? And you know they had the audacity to not provide any organic oat milk at my Starbucks. That's very narcissistic. I don't even know okay, the word. Okay, uh, you guys are using it. You're saying the word. I need you guys to spell it. Oh, word, spell it. Spell it. Okay, yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah. I, 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 what I coffee shop it. was that? Oh, it was a coffee shop on like Franklin Ave. And, uh, All right, that word has been disqualified. Your what? next, your next uh, word is Kesha. I feel like Kesha, okay. the singer Kesha. Also, the cereal brand. Ooh, yeah. I love that cereal brand, man. I definitely think like Whole Foods, like they're trying to get me to just become. A shell of my former self. You okay, know? that wasn't even close to the spelling. We were looking for K E dollar sign H A. Uh, that that it's word become is more like a like a domestic. It used to be like an exclusive kind of thing, Whole Foods, but now mm-hmm. it's like a just like a, a supermarket chain. All right, well, you guys, so many people. Everyone can you guys at least spell Whole Foods, whole like, foods for us? We'll give from? you we'll give you partial points for Whole Foods. I mm. mean. All right. Uh, if if you want me to use it in a sentence, um, I mean, Whole Foods really it used to represent something sort of maybe a little elitist, but something like a- exclusive and mm. and 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 a sort of you know uh, almost uh, fancy in some way. And now I don't know. It's closer to the people, which I dig, but um, I don't really dig that. Yeah, it's, right. I'd like, and- I liked. I liked. I like to like go on a journey when I yeah. go get my groceries, you know, and it's Whole Foods I, used to provide that for sure. Yeah. yeah. And it's weird because like I definitely I've commented on Whole Foods. This Facebook podium page, is good to lean on. Yeah, yeah. Hey, like you're fucking up. I've like commented that. All right. We were Bring promised. Uh, we were promised charm and sparkle from you guys and you have delivered none of that. It's oh. just been opinions that are largely been negative and you haven't spelled the word. Uh, you guys were rising stars from the regional quarterfinal, and uh, now you have you you have lost the national tournament. You are disqualified. Uh, before we are disqualified, I just want the people of ESPN to check the viewership on this spelling bee. Mm. Go ahead and just check your numbers. Mm-hmm. It's your uh, eleven p.m. on public radio and television. Nobody's watching. Just check check your viewership. Check how many people are watching. Give us a number. I feel like it's going to be a high number. I feel like it has to be like in like the, I don't know, like 20 million. I feel like maybe we've revolutionized the sport of spelling bees a little bit. All right, bit. we have two yeah. viewers, and they're likely your mother and aunt. I mean, Felicia Rashad is like... Related to one of us in yeah. some way. Like, <laughs> See. <laughs> <laughs> That was oh crazy. Wait, are we doing? Are we supposed to do like a set? Like, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we just gotta just go. We just do. We just do improv. We don't do callbacks often, but it, it, yeah. it will happen. It will happen. Oh, let me move this. Okay, okay. Just uh, no. It's, it's just for the. It's just for the cameras. Um, beautiful. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, what 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 else is what else happening? What's I just want to open up the floor for a segment called "What is on your What is on your mind?" Have you seen this meme or this Kevin Gates be- uh, meme on TikTok? You know Kevin Gates? Uh, I know the name. He's describe a, him to me, and I might. He's a he's a very interesting rapper. He wears feathers in his hair now. What? And he's from. Uh, baton rouge and this guy does an impression of him on tiktok and he's always like big brother what is on your mind <laughs> <laughs> he's he's always anyway it, this is uh he's probably about my age 39 anyway uh he, he but i always think about him and like what is on your mind mm. yeah what's what's on your mind these days what are you pondering what are you what are you wrestling with what do you i always think of you as a very thoughtful person always like uh-huh. looking at the the issues of modern life where where are you where are you right now thank you that's um very kind uh just give peace a chance mm. <laughs> like I, I know everyone says it's like it's so trite but like it's yeah. i mean it's trite because we never actually like really listened to it you know or i mean i guess like we it's not like i or any of us like in this room like make decisions at the for the world at large but i just feel like ever since i feel like the pandemic has just accelerated our i mean tying it back to like wise blood and god turned me into a flower just like our narcissism you know and and also like the violence like mm-hmm. everyone like i don't want to talk about the slap <laughs> oh my god i was just listening to jada pinkett on a podcast i listened to two jada pinkett podcasts today or in the last two days like new episodes brand new by wow. the slap or are we talking about that nbc show or are we talking about the time will smith slapped chris rock the time will smith slapped chris rock is there's another show called the slap yeah yeah there's like this what? weird nbc show about like i i never watched it but i do remember the trailer for it is that um there's like a, a like a I guess like a community party or like a neighborhood party or something like that, oh. and some some other child misbehaves, and someone not other than that child's parent slaps that child. It, was that before, or after the slap, the Will Smith Chris Rock slap? I think that was it, way before, way before. Whoa. This was years ago. I don't know Wait, why. Whenever who was anybody, on that show, was Dex Shepard on that show? I, maybe I think Zachary Levi was a guy that slapped someone else's kid. Like. <laughs> Wow. Well, anyway, please, please talk about the slap. I'm, <laughs> I'm not nearly done talking about the slap. Please. Did you see the uh, Marlon Wayans special? No, I haven't. No, I know that he's not very proven as a stand-up. He has two other specials that I don't think are very good. Well, I only saw one of them. The second one I saw clips didn't look good. This special is really good because the entire thing is about the slap. He does an hour on that, and he has a very unusual connection to it. That is very interesting. It's not like a like. Did he teach Will Smith how to slap? Box no, or something? no. But it's not like a. He's not doing it for clout. It's not like a hot uh, topic. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like he has a very real connection to it, and he and he and, and it's good. It's a little overwrought. It's a little overdone. It could have been about twenty minutes shorter, but it's quite good. Anyway, mm. please. Um. Uh, I mean that's, that's. Yeah. Um. Oh, I didn't mean to bring it up, but. Go anywhere you want. You're not bound. Okay. By the slap. Also, I think I might be a little bit autistic too, and I've been <laughs> and I've been like just like ruminating on that. And it's like I'm either 
autistic, a Pisces, or just spend too much time on the internet. Probably a combination of all three. That know? needs to be the banner of Twitter for a year. That, <laughs> I feel like that is, I'm either autistic, a Pisces, or spending too much time on the internet. That is, yeah, wow. Yeah, that is pure poetry. Oh my, I, I wish there was just a way that we could just like pause like social media for like a month you know mm. yeah i mean i was off social media for like five years you yeah. can just delete it off your phone wow that, like, that works wow yeah i've i've done that uh <laughs> i i i just like it's it's like an addiction though you know um man yeah. just pulled out his phone I, mm-hmm. I study technology addiction as a day job and like yeah like i mean it, they're the apps are designed to constantly try and capture your attention you in, mm-hmm. uh, you and in. show you the things that like pull the strings of your mind to keep you there exactly yeah exactly like i've seen like lots of like videos and like different people mm-hmm. that are all or artistic talk about their experiences and like different science and whatnot i'm like yeah yup that's me that's me that's me but just like you were saying it could also just be me spending so much time on the internet the internet is able to like easily like create a profile of like what i want to hear Confirm you know biases yeah, yeah honestly it probably is that just like uh so in my mental health day job we do a lot of like stuff about like intersections of like young people and technology and so a lot of People, I think, in uh, the generations that are coming up thinking that they are on the spectrum in some ways. And maybe some people are, but the reality of being on the spectrum is just like it's a really small sliver of the entire population. Mm. So, like, if you were like, okay, I struggle with certain XYZ symptoms mm-hmm. uh, that are correlated with being on the spectrum, just because you have the symptoms doesn't mean you have a disease. Like, if you have a fever, it could be for a million different things. It exactly. doesn't mean that you have the bubonic plague mm-hmm. like um so like just because you have certain uh whatever deficiencies that you might think you have uh or struggles that you might think you have it could just be that you struggle with that and yeah. that's all it is and it's not attached to any other like larger structural neuroplastic design of who you are gentlemen yeah i want to warn you this is a briefing there's a dangerous disease out there there's actually two one of them is very dangerous and one of them is delightful. Ooh, delightful one first, Thompson, Sarge. Thompson, I have to put this out in order. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a great danger. There might be a new release, a new strain, a new de- developing, possibly epidemic, even a pandemic Ooh. of the bubonic plague. Oh, that, that gentlemen is. i hope i need you to take notes on your phones or whatever this is uh, i mean uh honestly bunker. as a medical doctor uh that just can be cleared up with antibiotics like we have everything we need like sanitation and medicine wise to stop the people but it's blood. difficult it's difficult sanchez to identify thomas sanchez because it could also be confused with the bubonic plague which gives you a lot of rhythm and makes you really want to dance. They're so similar in DNA. We can't tell which is which, Thomas. I know that's right. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, uh, Thomas, what? Do you um, have, he could be feverish with the bubonic plague or he could have the bubonic plague. Uh, but the bubonic, I mean, Ring Around the Rosie is a dance about the bubonic plague, but the bubonic plague doesn't make people dance. The, the, the bubonic plague doesn't, but the bubonic plague will. 
That's, gentlemen, that's I, very so shouldn't wouldn't that make it easy for us to figure don't out who has one or hips. the other? Don't Dude, do what? that with my your hips. hips. All right, go ahead. What is that? I mean, if just... people are dancing, they got the bubonic plague. If they're not dancing, they got the bubonic plague. Isn't that isn't that all we need? We both of them are both of them are highly contagious, and we can't. If you treat one, it's you have to wait some time before you treat the other. See, that's a very wet painful cough but it's also in a, quite a rhythm yeah i feel like this is clearly the bebonic i think he's got the bebonic or maybe he's just musical maybe he's just thomas has always been a musical I guy a lot i don't of believe mucus. in labels i just believe in vibes guys yeah, see, this the inside your inside elbow is very wet oh yeah it's always like that well yeah yeah it's been like that like like every friday gets a little bit wet <laughs> honestly, honestly uh look lieutenant i think you're overreacting I think you're overreacting. My daughter has been dancing for 67 hours. Ooh. Tell her to stop. Oh. Or just cut the music off. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> I, got, I got to go home. Just pick her up from the discotheque. <laughs> See? <laughs> I wish I wish I I need to see the new Talking Heads um concert film cuz like I was uh, yeah. trying I think to it's, it's the old one, right? It's the old one re-released. Yeah, it's like yeah, re- like remastered. I've heard people talking about it but I, I don't know anything about it. It's a big it's a big big deal. Uh well, it was a big deal. I think it came out when I was born, 1984. Mm. And I learned about it in college. Stop making sense. Yeah, it's a big deal. It's like as far as concert films goes, from what I know. Yeah, T- tell me about it. What is it? What is your? What is it giving you the burning desire to? Uh, I like the Talking Heads. And, oh yeah. Uh, it just um, like you, I like to like study like artists and kind of just like try to like find the connections between like artists I like and like who they were inspired by. You know, Ooh. like I, like I, like I also like love St. Vincent mm-hmm. and she's like a big talking heads fan. And even like she got, she even like made a joint album with David Burns of the talking heads. Wow. So it's like, uh, yeah, David Burns just like, is one of the OGs. So like, He's I feel like alternative sure. rock. Yeah. You know? And it's, yeah, sorry. It always, um, fascinates me when people have sophisticated tastes in music because i do not i listen to uh the same things i listened to when i was 14 mm. which is just pop punk music <laughs> uh and that's about it i mean i listen to some other stuff here and there but it's like largely just like either saccharine pop or pop punk music uh mm. so i'm like always just fascinated by people like i know a lot of people love the talking heads and all these yeah. like uh you know the other music that you're talking about and i'm just like this is all just going over my head can, but can you um what is the last time you heard you found a new piece of music that when you heard it you were like jaw dropped like uh i so i've been obsessed with uh there's been like this viral drumio video on youtube uh drumio is this like channel that does like drum instructions and it's um chad smith the drummer of red hot chili peppers has never listened to the kill by 30 seconds to mars and normally what they do is they have professional musicians hear a drumless track of a favorite, like a popular song. Mm-hmm. And then they just say, hey, you've never heard this song. Just make up a drum part for it. Yeah. And a lot of them will like sit, they'll listen to the song a couple times. They'll take notes. They'll just like whatever. And he just like listens to the first like maybe 15, 20 seconds of the song. He's like, oh, this is in like three by four beat and just goes for it. And just like what? immediately like 
nails it, like hits it out of the park, like uh, like aggressive punk drumming style to fit the song. And then he's just like, at the end, he's just like, that was insane. Like, what the F was that? Like, I have no idea what that was. And mm-hmm. then, but it was like, he played it so perfectly. Uh, and I, I mean, mm-hmm. I was never a huge 30 Seconds to Mars fan or the Kill That Song fan, but it was just yeah. like the the idea that he could, he had the musicianship to like improvise a part that well was just like, oh yeah, like improv is an art form beyond just the theater stuff that we mm, do. Uh, yeah. And I was like, wow, that was amazing. Uh, but again, that was like a pop punk song. So I don't know if it was like, if that really answered the question. But, I, yeah. I think so. It's also beautiful, this idea of being struck by a muse or an epiphany and just having this like burst of, I think we've all probably had that experience where you did a scene in a show and you're like, what? where mm. did that come from? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like one of my, I play with North Coast now. And Hell one, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> one of my first shows I did with them I don't know if it was nerves or what, but the whole scene was a wordless scene and I was just a fish in the ocean. Oh. And it was like, and then other fishes came out and I don't know. It was not what they do at all. I don't know what made me do it, but it was like, I was like, where did this come from? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what, what this was. So yeah, I love that, that when something just, two things just meet and it's just like an explosion. It's like, what happened here? Mm-hmm. Um, how about you? What's the last thing you heard? I know you said Wise Blood, but have you heard an album or a song recently where you've been like, what is going on? Oh, this isn't recently, but Kendrick Lamar's The Heart Part 5. Mm. Like, the video and the song, like, changed my life. And it's just, one. Oh, I love music. It just, like, when it hits, it feels like it just, like, it hits your soul and like uh yeah just i've spent a lot of well okay going back to the autism thing like i when i was a little like i like when i was like three i didn't talk at all so like my mom like took me to like a doctor or whatever because mm-hmm. they were concerned um and so i've had speech therapy for a long time and like also an only child yada 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 so i spent like lots of time like by myself and thinking like oh Woe was me, yada, yada, yada. But just like the hard part five, it's like I haven't lived Kendrick's life, but just the way he's able to articulate like his life and the lives of people around him that he that he knows. And it's just like it makes you feel less alone, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, My favorite musician is Julian Baker. I'm actually wearing a shirt right now. Ooh, um, nice. And that was like probably the first person in a long time where I was like, wow, I saw her music and she is now my like queen and patron saint. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think the reason I fell in love with her music, the New York Times music review wrote it best, which was her music is so lonely you feel less alone. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Hell yeah. Yeah. I love that, yo. Um, if you like sad music, check out Julian Baker. <laughs> I mean, I just want to say, uh, yeah, probably for me, my answer would probably be the last Nickelback album. That's a joke <laughs> answer. Tell people how to find you, Matt Hammond. Oh, um, you can find me on Instagram at Matt Hammond Yo. Um, it's just a regular Instagram account, nothing special. Um, yeah, thank you so much for having me. And oh, no, this it was, was wonderful. No, this a was great a fun, like conversation and like yeah. so many improv scenes, like more improv scenes than I've done since probably twenty twenty. We did it. This is no <laughs> suggestion, Matt Hammond, Ralph, Jake, Jake Joseph. Joseph. Bye. Be kind to each other. I'll try to be kind.